Hello and welcome again to this week's momentous episode of Discuss All Monsters. I'm your host, Wyatt, and uh, who is here with me today? I am uh, 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 Nikki, uh, the son of Godzilla, and I'm here to, 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 to uh, walk you through our, our majestic land and, and uh, show you all the sights and, uh, and sounds of, of uh, Monster <laughs> Island. Yes, I think the reason why uh, the son of Godzilla is here today to to tell us all <laughs> this is because we're we're here talking about a very special movie, a movie known as All Monsters Attack, aka Godzilla Mania Gabra. All Monsters Attack, Monster Number One Godzilla, okay. which is the Japanese eight millimeter title, Godzilla's Revenge. It's probably most famous colloquial title. The one that doesn't make any sense. Uh, <laughs> Attack all monsters. Okay. Minya, son of Godzilla. Uh, again, maybe, maybe we should, maybe we should avoid coining names that are exactly the same as previous movies. But you know, okay. <laughs> uh, from Germany. Uh, Godzilla attack all monsters. So they're they're reeling it in this time. They're not, they're not <laughs> no, fucking no. with this Frankenstein shit. <laughs> None of this uh, Frankenstein nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> Argentina, we got the island of the monsters. Okay. And in Brazil, we have Monsterland. So, and that brings up a good point. Uh, in the previous movie, it's called Monsterland. In this movie, it's called Monster Island. So right. this is the first movie where it's... It's called Monster Island, uh, and it's... <sighs> okay, so, this movie has a lot of baggage to it, mm -hmm. uh, All Monsters Attack. Now, do we both have history with this movie? Uh, uh I, I think, I think we both kind of do. Uh, I've, I've, I've definitely seen this before, and, yeah. uh, it was in a very, like, this sucks context, and then just mm -hmm. kind of hanging out with with people and being like wow doesn't this movie suck so much yeah <laughs> you know? yeah I, I watched it on my i watched it i actually had it on vhs right uh at a point that was one of the movies that i had uh from the from the old thrift store by the way the other day i was looking up I, uh, this is very pathetic i was looking up images on google of seeing if i could find images of my thrift store from like 10 years ago from like a decade ago when I was going to there more frequently when it was like actually popping uh, and I was able to find I was able to find one image from like 2012 so pretty late but still you know within that time frame of me going to and from there uh and it, it like it's depressing how much just like stacks of Super Nintendo games excites me right when you know like yeah, something yeah. that like probably at the time i was like oh what they only have fucking contra 3 here who gives a shit <laughs> you know but i'd be like like i went there in 2019 it was one of the last times i went there and i got like black bass and like buster bust loose on the super nintendo 
And like I was like, man, that was a good haul. You know, like <laughs> time like just changes your perspective on what's a, what's considered a good haul. Um, right. Yeah, that's just a, that's an update. We talk a lot about that thrift store because it's absolutely integral to my experience as a Godzilla fan. Right. Uh, but yeah, I watched that movie. I, I had always also considered it bad. I watched it with a friend who was also into Godzilla along with me. We yeah. were both also fans of James Rolfe, who did the uh, Monster Madness Godzilla-thon series. Talked about this a bit. It's kind of what like opened our third eye to yeah. like get into Godzilla as like teenagers. Mm-hmm. Um and he talked about Godzilla's Revenge as like, oh yeah, this is the worst Godzilla movie. Uh and talked about it in that way, and I kinda was like, Yeah, it's the worst one. Uh after watching it <laughs> I have a okay, so if you remember correctly. Oh yeah, man, we're cracking our contrarian knuckles yeah. right now, dude. It's it's, it's, it's ready. If you, if you remember correctly, we we did talk about a previously maligned movie, Godzilla vs. the Sea Monster, yeah. aka Abby Rahor of the Deep. It's actual name. Um, right. And we said not only was that movie not bad, it was actually like really good. Yeah. Like it was like an excellent Godzilla movie beyond the racism. You're just gonna have to, you're like. That's the asterisk that, with a lot of these. Yeah. You show a movies, you just gotta roll with the punches, and the punches are all racist. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's rough, but yeah, yeah, it's bad. You know, we really did enjoy that that movie for for a lot of what it gave us. And genuinely, Son of Godzilla was like, like that's an emotional movie like it made yeah. me like cry by the end mm-hmm. you know i think it's like one of the best godzilla movies like not even no caveats um this one i don't necessarily even disagree with the assessment that it's like technically the worst yeah right because there's a lot of elements of it that i could <clears throat> that is like it's a very cheaply produced movie it's it's feels so much like a tv show not like yeah like some weird tv special and not like a actual movie for many reasons and like that being said it's actually like a weirdly really charming movie yeah despite the fact that it's like a crass regurgitation of past movies just so that they can like get a movie out this year you know? Right. Um, At least that's what I think. Yeah. Nikki, how do you feel about this movie? Yeah, so uh, I I more or less agree. I think that... Uh, uh, I think some of the, the criticisms are, are are justified in that. Like, like, yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, it's a lot of stock footage, man. Like, a lot of these, a lot of these scenes, I'm like, oh, man, I've, I've seen this. <laughs> you know? But... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I something about this really struck a chord with me. I think mm-hmm. this I think this is where uh I kind of like uh I really enjoyed and loved Son of Godzilla as much as you did and stuff when we most recently watched it. But I don't think I had quite the emotional response, but this one this one <laughs> I I cried at the end of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I I I I I teared up at at the uh the ending and we'll we'll get to that but uh this movie really struck a chord with me in a in a lot of small ways and a lot of them are like 
uh, I wouldn't say like completely understated, but the movie doesn't make huge, uh, d- doesn't make many like huge, huge statements and stuff. Like it's not as overt yeah. as other Godzilla films, at least the things that I picked up from it that I thought were really, uh, fascinating and, uh, emotionally interesting and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think, I think though, uh, as, as you know, as once you kind of get, out of your head the idea that this is going to be something on the scale of uh you know like Ghidorah the three-headed monster or destroy all monsters or anything uh once you get that out of your head and you're able to kind of accept what's happening um I think even the the usage of the stock footage is in itself interesting because it's not it's not just it's not like a fucking Super Sentai episode where they have the clip show or like an anime episode where, where, where there's like, okay, you know, like, uh, let's kind of update people on what's been happening. And then they literally yeah. like, like they, they just dryly go over shit. This, oh, yeah. no, the, the, sto- the stock footage is repurposed for the story it's telling here. Which is a really interesting usage of stock footage. Like yeah, it's not. No, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll say this that I think is a common misconception, mm-hmm. maybe among people that, uh, like, I've only heard about this movie in hearsay and know about mm-hmm. it as like, oh, it's the stock footage Godzilla movie. Like it's literally like, what we mean by stock footage is like, Godzilla movies always use stock footage or like have right. bits of stock footage here and there. It's just like, guys, Japan went through a lot of shit. Okay. <laughs> They're not a very, at this point, they are still not a very prosperous country. So the movies are going to be lower budget. So uh, especially at this point in time, as we've heard Ishiro Honda say in interviews that I've talked about, uh, the budget started getting more and more dire uh, going into the 70s. Mm -hmm. Um, And the thing is, like, the reuse of footage in other movies is like shots or like, like certain certain shots or certain special effects or certain like buildings exploding this is like literally scenes ripped directly from other movies and yet again it's not a recap movie it's a meta movie it's a very weird yeah it's a very like specific thing of like the movie is a about somebody who is a fan of godzilla that uses godzilla as escapism you know yeah uh, and like it focuses on a child i mean we can yeah we can we're just... getting ahead of ourselves I, yeah. I i guess i'll i'll say that like as far as the history stuff goes i, I did not compile uh any history not because like i don't think the movie's worth going to the history it is a combination of i didn't have the time <laughs> and i just kind of want to talk about the movie because i think it's like I think it's a movie that should speak for itself, and I think, like, um, it's a movie that we might have to be doing a lot of, like, explaining as to, like, because I feel like it's a misunderstood movie, you know? I think think it's safe to say from both of us, we're in a safe space now, Nikki, uh, so we can confide in each other that there are far worse... Godzilla movies <laughs> and and just general kaiju movies that we have watched yeah. than this one. It's like not that bad, guys. Not not even uh, not even a little bit. Uh 
Yeah, uh, and, and, and in fact, uh, honestly, uh, you know, if we're going to defer to Honda once again, like we did with, uh, with, uh, uh, Astro Monster and stuff, this is what, this is like one of Honda's favorites. He really liked this yeah. one. And so, so, you know, the, the Honda defense strikes again here, guys. And, yeah, uh, so, yeah, yeah. so, so we're going to stand with the director and you guys can just do your little thing on Wikizilla, huh? And so, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just cause it's not badass or Gabara is like not cool actually you know why don't we before we get into it there is actually some original monster footage there's an original monster for this movie let's discuss that monster how do you feel about gabara man i like him he's monster man i like him he's like a he's like a dragon but he's got a he's got the face of a pug and that's funny and i like it (laughs) yeah yeah i'll I'll say that that like of of a point they're like Gabara the monster, and there's also a kid who is called Gabara. Yeah. Right? That is, like, that's important for, you know, the end of the movie. Right. Uh, or, or for, like, you know, just the arc of the movie. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, I would say that, like, I don't know, like, I, I feel like the reason why Ishiro Honda can like this movie and dislike envision the astro monsters is because even though like to somebody on the outside they'd be like what is he fucking insane what is he talking about <laughs> uh, is that envision the astro monsters is a compromised movie like he had a specific vision for it and then wasn't able to really like do that and it it, it kind of was like the beginning of him losing control of the series right Right. yeah uh in his mind uh because then right after that june him... fukuda walks in too like it's just you know it's kind of yeah. It, start, it starts kind of wavering, yeah. So this feels like him fully embracing the specific nature of what Godzilla has evolved into and, like, yeah. actually telling an interesting story with that. So now that Godzilla has fully transitioned to, like, Hero, uh, and it's like, right, th- you know, this is like fucking, you know... <laughs> like a couple Ultraman series have come out. This is like a year before Common Rider, basically, you know, before yeah. like TV Tokusatsu really starts to take off and hero shows start to really take off, you know, and Godzilla is like one of the top dogs, you know, he's mm-hmm. one of the, the heroes at this point and making a movie that's like a meta thing of a character named Ichiro. Yeah. Uh, get it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that is a, a fan of Godzilla and is kind of, like, seen as a weird kid or an outcast because of his, like, you know, uh, his fandom of this thing and his, like, you know, he, like, looks up to Godzilla and Minya in some kind of way and, like, relates to Minya. Yeah. Um, that like like I said, I think that it's like this one he probably liked a lot more because it's like reclaiming the like loss of identity that Godzilla had of going right. from like tragic beast to hero. Yeah. And now it's like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to take that and actually do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's reckoning with something that hasn't really been like that's been there all along, like since like while Godzilla has progressed over the years, but they haven't really been able to say out loud, yeah, isn't it kind of 
you know, isn't it kind of something that this, you know, that this Godzilla thing is, is like such a, such a huge force and that kids love him and so I mean, it's kind of like reckoning with that in a pretty huge way by just being about that and, and actually being set in our world, you know, yeah. where, where, where monsters don't exist and this kid is, you know, uh, uh, he's just, he's just a fan. He just, he just really likes these things and, and the, the, gives him escapism, uh, 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 did you have, did you have a point you were going to finish? No, that, that was, yeah. my point was just to say that, like, you know, to go off of what you're saying, we're like, right. uh, sure, Honda likes this one. Right. Uh, I just wanted to drill in the fact that, like, I think the reason he liked it was because he wanted yeah. to, like, yeah. to, like, because this was, like, this was a movie that was made 100% under his purview, whereas the, the one that he didn't like even if that was like a cooler, headier sci-fi one, yeah, um, it kind of like got out of his hands, and it was that it was like five years ago at this point. You know, it was a while ago, yeah, uh, and it probably that was probably like the first moment where it, it felt like the series was slipping from under his control, yeah. And this feels like taking it back and like. Seeing like, all right, uh, let's see what we can do with this concept. Let's see what we can do with the yeah. the meta Godzilla concept. And like I said, it feels like a like a weird TV special. Like it, it <laughs> it's hard to like consider it like a movie, but like I don't know. Either way, it just has like this inexplicable charm. I think even back when I was watching it as a bad movie. I knew on some level that there's something likable yeah. <laughs> about this movie and that, like, there's something interesting about it. I always felt a little bit wrong and icky and grody, if you will, about just, you know, putting this movie in the same umbrella of, like, oh, this is just a bad, uninspired movie. Yeah, because it's, like... it's, it's clearly inspired. Like, yeah. it, it clearly <laughs> has stuff going on that uh is interesting and so i think they just decided like uh like it honestly feels feels more like an artistic decision though i mean i know it i know it was definitely like a production decision but like uh it feels that they're able to sell it as a as an artistic decision to use like stock footage instead of like yeah you know like for the most part outside of like the one original fight um i think one of the things that really struck me the most about this, and this is kind of like striking in the personal stuff, uh, is that, uh, this, this movie, um, so usually whenever you watch these Toho movies and this extends past like Godzilla, even like it's all, uh, scientists, it's all, uh, boardrooms and 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 labs and people in coats and people in suits and you're kind of dealing with a lot of the, important people you're dealing with the upper crust of society really that are like trying to uh figure this thing out for everybody else and you don't really get anything on the inside on on the on the ground level and seeing this movie and seeing uh, you know and as someone that has like always grown up like poor <laughs> and and is yeah. and is still like you know n has never been well off and everything seeing this movie with this kid 
who is clearly also not well off. Both of his parents work. Yeah. He's a latchkey kid. He lives in a tiny ass apartment and he has to be kind of like looked over by this, this, this failing, <laughs> might I add a uh, toy inventor yeah. who, who is who kind rules. of, uh, who rules and is played by the fucking, uh, by Dr. Shinigami from Kamen Rider, AKA the fucking, yeah. the Dracula guy <laughs> from fucking King Kong escapes. Uh, and he, he owns, I love him. And, uh, and also, uh, Ichiro's dad is, uh, fucking, uh, uh, Kenji Sahara. And I wish Kenji Sahara was my dad. Yeah. So like, you know, like, this, <laughs> you yeah. know, like for, for all the, for all the nothing he has, you know, like he at least is like a cool dad, but, uh, um, but, but no, it's, um, it was just really striking to me, the kind of, uh, very working class angle that this movie takes and, the 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 kind of like there, there's like a warmth and a coziness to just the very small spaces in uh, uh in this movie uh and and the the small town aspect too where where everybody seems to know each other and it's like all it, it, like most of it is in this like apartment complex too and stuff there's yeah you know like like i laughed at like the the shitty car like not, not even shitty it doesn't even look that bad but like the car that's just like sitting out there that they're trying to sell uh -huh. and get rid of and nobody can get rid of it and seven i and i live in the south and i and i've seen tons of <laughs> of cars that just have had these signs that have been there for like eight months and it's just like yeah fucking somebody's got to buy it sometime you know and, and they never do but like uh yeah uh that really struck me struck a chord uh and everything and and uh, like the escapism that uh ichiro uh takes and he's it's like it's just you know and it's it's, it's nothing like material even like like which is kind of really surprising to me honestly i thought i thought this movie uh, like even the ultra Q episodes that are really similar to this that have like, like there's an ultra Q episode that has a kid that gets, uh, kidnapped by bank robbers and then like has like a monster kind of like, uh, uh, escape with him and stuff. But that gets fantastical because he actually does you know, go and, and get, yeah. you know, get swept, swept up by this monster and everything. Um, but uh, here, like it, it is exclusively in dreams. Like he actually has to sleep to meet uh, Minya and to meet uh, any of these monsters and stuff. And it's it, and it, it's purely just in his mind. It's it, it is all about like this kid just having it within himself uh, to do to to enact yeah. any change for himself. And uh, I don't know, just just all of that was just like really beautiful and really uh, and really cool like on a conceptual level that that they came up with this movie you know uh uh this relatively early into godzilla's life you know like godzilla is still you know he's persisted for a long time but to have a meta movie you know like i know this is like what like 15 years into godzilla's life but that still feels early yeah. to do something this meta and this like mm -hmm. outside of the box with a godzilla film i don't know uh, uh <laughs> that I just have a lot of thoughts on this one like th this is a really cool movie I think yeah this is yeah I don't know it's it's so hard to like <laughs> we're just gonna constantly be these guys right we're just gonna constantly be the like no turns out all Godzilla fans were wrong the whole time <laughs> <laughs> wait until we get to the gamera movies and we uh are like, yeah, all of these are better than Godzilla. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, just just 
Uh, Lose our minds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this podcast is really just us, like, slowly but surely painting, like, a giant bullseye on our backs for, like, this Uh entire, like, fan base to just, like, start hurling rocks and and tomatoes (laughs) and shit. But I'm glad, because we set out to make this podcast with the hypothesis that the human drama and, like, the story and the emotional angle of any given movie is far more important to the enjoyment of it than just raw monster action. Yeah. That the, like, the quote-unquote just here for Godzilla does not exist. Yeah, and and you know, uh, like, and Godzilla fans constantly sell the series short when they pretend it is just that. Um, yeah, yeah, that there are plenty of excellent movies out there. Like, that the... the you should be happy... <laughs> Right? Like, there are more movies that are good in this series than you're giving it credit for. Yeah. You know, you should. It's it's a good thing (laughs) that the movies have, like, a diverse palette of tones and, like, tell a diverse amount of stories. And, like, this is. It's honestly one of the most unique stories that has been told in Godzilla up until this point. You know? And when we've been. Or in just the Toho Monster movies up at this point. and, And we're. We're like twenty something episodes in, you know. Yeah. And like, <laughs> yeah. here's a completely new type of movie that's been told. Ironically, considering it uses a ton of stock footage, but you're right. right. Like, when I was watching it, I-, I couldn't help but think, like, oh yeah, well, like he is seeing these scenes from these movies that he maybe saw. Right. You know? Yeah. And he's like, remembering these movies. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like recontextualizing them. I want to talk about. Um, Minya and his yes. sizable role yes. in this movie. So uh, it is no, <laughs> there is it's no secret that <laughs> we are huge fans of Minya, uh, and that he is a b- perfect, beautiful angel, yeah. and we love him. Um, and that like he's so cute, he makes me want to cry. Uh, <laughs> Did that little and, that and, little frog man? I I can't I yeah. <laughs> can't get enough. <laughs> the, uh, the the scene in in uh, uh, Son of Godzilla. When like the island lady is talking to Minya and yeah. like you know, sweet talking to him, and I was like, it, it makes me want to cry. Yeah.
<laughs> and we're back, folks, with another episode of Nasty Labs. Nasty Labs. It's a show hosted by me, Kinsey Burke, and my dumbass friend, Mark. Nasty Labs. This twice-monthly show about game development, Japan life, being nice to people, and hey, maybe a few other things. Nasty, Nasty Labs, Labs is a product of Chuhai Labs Brand Incorporated, and now available for three easy payments of four twenty sixty nine. Only on the Greenlit Podcast Network. On Apocrypals, we talk about the parts of the Bible that a lot of people skip over. Like the wizard battles. The angel jacuzzis. A goat full of sins. 500 drunk elephants. And a man named Porky Party. And yes, that's all really in there. All this and more on Apocrypals every other week on the Greenlit Podcast Network. Actually, gets a voice in this movie because yes. he gets to be like a friend, an acquaintance to Ichiro, the main character. Yeah. Uh, and like, I, I want to say that we we both watched it. You know, we watched it in Japanese, probably both on HBO Max or the Criterion Channel. Yeah. Because uh, I didn't feel like pulling out my DVD to <laughs> to watch it. Uh, and I had never watched it in Japanese before, so hearing his Japanese voice. It is, like, it's very weird, but also really cute yeah. uh, in a specific way. It has, like, this weird, like, echoey filter on it. Right. Uh, which, I don't know what the hell they're going for with that, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> kind of it's, so- like it, it's a dream. It, it kind of sounds like they put a mic inside of the suit and just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Like, the person is trying to speak through the suit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. but, but, like... I know I grew up with the English version and he's, he sounds very different <laughs> in the English version. I'll say, Oh no, God, just so, got no friends. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just hanging out by my lonesome. Cause I got no friends. <laughs> yeah. He sounds like goofy. Yeah. Like he has this very bizarre voice for like something that's supposed to be a little baby. And I think like, him having like a dopey, stupid voice like that, yeah, kind of made people like hate him, right? Uh, when like watching this, I'm like, well, he's like, he's just a baby. Making him like, yeah, make him like a kid. Like he's not. He's like a little Goku. He's like a or a little Gohan, I guess. Yeah, you know, I don't know. He's just like the add more to our Dragon Ball comparisons, like we did in Son of Godzilla. You <laughs> yeah. Know, where, yeah. Godzilla's Piccolo and he's right. Gohan. Uh, but yeah, he has like that, like, I don't know, it's just, it's such a cute, 
personality and such a like i don't know there, there's one line that's weird but also kind of like sweet in a way mm-hmm. where like he's like telling it you're like come on follow me i was like wait you're not gonna trick me are you it was like no unlike humans we don't lie it's like yeah and there's there and that's a weird line right, right. but it's there's something weirdly touching about the idea that like Despite monsters being chaotic beings, they're always honest beings. Yeah, uh, you know, and also like I mean, you know, if if you kind of want to think about how, the way that Ichiro uh, uh, has like constructed this world for himself and everything, this is the way he views the monsters: is that like they yeah. they, they they don't lie, they don't have you know like all this all this all this human shit going on and stuff. They they just they just walk around and roar and stuff and everything. And Ichiro has like so many like. Yeah cute little scenes where like he's he's kind of just talking to an adult and then he just starts like roaring and stuff and he kind of just like he kind of just he kind of oh just acts God. as if he's a monster he's like ah so like he just wants to be he just wants to go hang out and and and, and roar yeah. and stomp around and eat shit you know like i, I realized I, I realized this movie was going to be amazing the second it began because yeah. the opening theme and he starts singing yes yeah, <laughs> the opening thing was him is singing about how cool monsters are. Yeah, I'm like fuck yeah. Yes, and, and 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 like he's and he's got like a grasp on like the theming of the movies too because like he 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 walks around in like the first actual scene and uh he's 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 talking about like all the pollution the smog and stuff and he's like these are the real monsters and he's like yeah he gets these movies like he like he's a real fan like he just he really you know like like he's paying attention. <laughs> That's actually. <laughs> That's what the next movie is about. <laughs> yeah, so. he, he got a sneak. He got a sneak preview from you know he he, <laughs> he got he got a production cut. Uh, but yeah, no, like uh, uh, I I love this kid and the, and the kid and the actor is really good. Like like for you know yeah. for being a kid actor and stuff like it's 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 really good stuff and uh, uh, yeah yeah one of the most charming scenes is him like. You know, as a latchkey kid, he, like, comes home to, like, his empty apartment and reads, like, a note from his mom. Right. Says, like, I won't be back until later. Go eat this, you know. Right. The stuff in the fridge. And he just, like, pulls the stuff out of the fridge and just, like, turns on the TV. (laughs) And just sitting by the TV, like, shoving stuff in his mouth. A romance thing comes Uh, on and he's like, ick! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, like, specifically, like, the, the main character of that romance show has his same name right as like the person's named ichiro yeah so it's like a like is that real is that actually yeah you know or is it another thing that maybe he's like you know projecting onto the the screen and so, i'm not saying literally projecting right right the right screen, but like, you know, <laughs> yeah. the movie's already in such a weird suggestive dreamlike state and like the idea of like uh, the the ichiro is a kid that's clearly has some problems right you know he clearly has some like emotional issues because like you know he's into these things that nobody else is they think that he's a weirdo they they you know he doesn't like he can't really make a solid connection with like this one girl that he's friends with he can't like he he, neither of his parents are ever home his only like real parental figure is this weird guy who's always making stupid toys he 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 runs Uh, away from any and all conflict like period like yeah (laughs) and like he just wants like he idolizes godzilla as somebody who's just like 
this dude just does shit. <laughs> yeah, he just does know? chaotic shit. He's dumb as hell. <laughs> and so he just walks he's around. He's a fucking dinosaur. Yeah. Like, this movie made me understand why little kids love dinosaurs so much. Yeah. You know, in a, in yeah. a kind of a way. Because it's like, little kids feel like they don't have control because they don't they're kids right and like giving them an outlet to have like that wish fulfillment of like but if i was a dinosaur right nobody could tell me what the fuck to do i could step you know? on anybody that tells me you know like, like it's just it's just yeah. really dumb stuff like that it's like yeah i could just step on him you know i could just uh what my you know whip my tail around you know and just uh kind of yell you know nobody can tell me to yeah. down because i'm a fucking dinosaur <laughs> dude <laughs> you know yeah yeah it, it's it's again it, it really it endears me to that it makes me it kind of reminds me of like oh you know the reason why horse girls love horses is because the freedom right of like running in a field right. you know like they're those they may not know it yet why like psychologically on that level they enjoy those things but it like it makes sense looking back on it you know right uh so i think i think that there's there's a ton of that kind of subtext throughout the movie and like it it gets to the point where like i mean he's literally kidnapped because he's accidentally made like a part of you know he he, <laughs> he gets the wallet of one of the criminals yeah and like you know they're like oh fuck we gotta, <laughs> we gotta get this kid before he you know there's just like some cartoonish like bank robbers that are in this movie yeah you know this is is this only the second movie with bank robbers because dogra oh man it actually might had, be had the jewel thieves it, it actually yeah. it actually might be and it's actually and, and something like oh no this this may be giving the movie a bit too much credit and stuff but I, I i don't really care but like the even the bank robbers and stuff like uh it's kind of like a cartoonish scheme and stuff to kind of like come up with for the for the climax of the movie and stuff but it also oh. kind of made me think about though with the whole like working class kind of poor angle of the movie and stuff like it made me think about the world for the first time really and, like in, in one of these movies where i just like i thought about like the state of of the japan that they are displaying here and stuff and just made me think well like well damn these guys must not be fucking well off you know like one of them looks no, super no. disheveled and stuff like you know and then and the, the other one is just like in the sunglasses you know like get up and everything and uh uh I think like man like i wonder why they fucking robbed a bank you know like like i wonder mm. i wonder what led them here and stuff like i mean obviously like them going after a kid not good they should you know like, like no. they, they, they shouldn't have done that and stuff but like it made me sympathize with like basically everything shown to me in this movie because it kind of put it in this light uh that 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 i don't know that just cast over everything uh going on you know? Yeah, that uh, I think one of the best scenes with them is like after like they're in this fucking broken down, abandoned <laughs> building. Oh, it's like the shittiest and, like, building of all time. Like it, it, it has yeah. Like there's so much garbage just all over it. So like it's great. Yeah, I, I was thinking like, I was thinking the timeline of reality, right? Because right. that had to be a building that existed, right? And I was like, man, how. Like, how did a post-World War II building get built and go into this state of disrepair so quickly? <laughs> like, it, hasn't, it hasn't been that long. Yeah. 
<laughs> so it's like, holy fuck, man. Uh, but I don't know the, the, the scene where they're like smoking and then they're like complaining about still being hungry despite, yeah. you know, they're like, just like, fuck, we, we have all this money, but it's worthless. Cause we, we can't get out of this building yeah. and we're just like, we have cigarettes and we're just starving. Yeah. They're just chain smoking to curb their hunger. That's so fucked up. <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of like. In Chrono Trigger, when yeah. you heal in the future, and it's like, you're healed to full health, but you're still hungry. Right, Like, yeah. that's the note at the end of that healing yeah. thing, and it's like, oh, well, <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. Oh, man. <laughs> this is a good movie, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, there, there's yeah, so, this is so a... many small moments where I'm just like, man, I really liked that. Oh, man, yeah. Yeah, but do, do you want to just... Just get into the ending now. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, like I mean, to wrapping this up. I guess right before we get into like the very ending and stuff with, uh, uh, I feel like we should talk about the monster fight, and oh, uh, right, yeah. and and uh, fucking. So there's like a few different dream sequences with Minya, and uh, they kind of culminate in this in the showdown with Gabra, where uh, <laughs> Minya like Ultraman rises like and 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 gets big, and then uh 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 fights gabra and like it's like a really adorable fight where he like i think gabra yeah. i think gabra at one point like puts his hand on uh uh minya like on his head and everything and minya like can't can't reach him or whatever and like uh yeah uh there's just tons of little moments and everything and uh uh uh, uh you know uh minya still like i feel like he like he he got lucky at the end of son of godzilla and everything and that, now he's back to where like he can only shoot the like the donut like like yeah little smoke little rings. smoke rings and stuff and then like and you have to stomp on his tail to get him to actually do the real stuff everything and like uh there's this yeah, great little yeah. scene of ichiro like pushing a rock uh, like a boulder over and then like uh, uh smashing his tails <laughs> so he surprises <laughs> gabra uh See? you know and then, and then big old daddy godzilla comes in and whoops some ass too and like i don't know it's kind of it's kind of cut and dry but but uh i appreciate that it's there and that, like, uh, uh, yeah. you know, they, they kind of have all this footage kind of build up to uh, this moment here where Ichiro, like, uh, uh, like the monster, and this kind of leads into the ending here, is that the monster is not at all the point of the movie, but the monster is almost used as, like, teaching from Godzilla and Minya that, like, uh, of ways that they can, uh, of the way that they can take down their problems or take down their enemies and the way that they can kind of think on their feet and everything and how that transfers over subconsciously to Ichiro when he's in this bad situation yeah. and he's able to kind of break out of the ties that they that they have him in and uh he he kind of home alones it a little bit and kind of kind of fends for himself mm. against these two thieves in this abandoned building yeah that that's uh, it's perfect synchronicity with the story you know i know it's maybe weird to talk about like that with this movie again because it has such a a weird reputation but like again if, if we're nothing else but consistent on the fact that we appreciate when things are set up at the beginning of a story yeah. and then paid off <laughs> by the end of the story and a character comes full circle and the idea of like ichiro finally like 
not just deferring to helplessness, but like being able to like help himself out of the situation and then being able to like by the end fight his own his own Agabara. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and uh uh it, it's just it's just incredible growth and it's genuinely thrilling to see him try to get out of the situation and stuff because it feels so like next level hopeless and everything and, and, and like you get you get to see some of the like smart stuff. I mean like he already had it too, right? Because he thought of the boulder thing with Minya. So uh, he thinks of it again with uh, uh, the the newspaper thing with covering up the hole in the floor instead of him getting that one guy to yeah. just fall down and fucking and it, and it looks like it fucking goddamn hurts. <laughs> so yeah. like he's just like God and and uh, uh, you know and then facing down the zoo with a knife and then just you know using a fire extinguisher you know like like he gets he gets saved by cops in the end but you know so he doesn't totally like whoop their ass or whatever but like he gets out of the situation and he kind of i mean he really does whoop their asses because they because they look at because the cops look at them and they're like what happened <laughs> like what what, yeah. what what did you put these guys through <laughs> and so and uh and, you know so 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 hey look i'm looking at you uh uh uh, uh makers of home alone and so did you guys did you guys watch mm. Godzilla's Revenge? Come on, tell me. <laughs> did you guys maybe. watch maybe. watch all, all yeah, Monsters Attack? Maybe. And so it's, it's a little Home Alone. So and it came out in the, like '69. So you know, <laughs> like come on. But maybe, uh, like maybe the maybe the boomer filmmakers of Home Alone did as children watch yeah. uh, All Monsters Attack when it was possibly you know, on TV. But uh, uh but. Yeah, no, uh, and then, like, I think the scene that actually made me, like, cry was uh, his mom talking to him and being like, hey, yeah, I'm never going to, you know, like, work overnight again and stuff. I'm just going to be home, and then, you know, you, you can be safe and everything because, you know, I know, you know, we, we, we live somewhere and, like, you know, we, all this crazy stuff happens. And, and he tells her, like, hey, it's fine. I can take care of myself. You know, like, you don't have to worry about me and stuff. And that is, you know, again, that's something that, like, I and I know, and a lot of people I know have had to tell their parents and be like, hey, don't worry about me. Like, yeah. I'm good. I can, I can, I can handle stuff. I, 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 I got it and stuff. You, you, you did all right <laughs> raising me, you know, like this. Don't, don't worry too much and stuff. And I'd like it, like, I'll, I'll be all right. And, uh, uh, that was just unbelievably powerful. He walks out of the room and she starts crying, and I was just like, "Fuck, <laughs> man, this movie got yeah. me." He he <laughs> walks down the stairs and all the fucking news people are are, are are asking him questions, and it's like, "Oh man, he's famous now." And so like it's like it's just such an onslaught to me where I'm just like, "Oh my god," there's just so many things I was just like it. It's so much stuff that I just really wanted to see for this character, you know? Like I really felt for yeah. him. And, uh, 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 even like the toy makers little like, like explanation of just like, you know, like, <laughs> which is like kind of an interesting explanation of talking about like how adults have their gods and have all these, all these things that they worship and they, and they kind of, uh, uh, look to for advice or to, for, for guidance or whatever. And kids have their own sorts of things like that and stuff, but it's, it, it, but it's stuff that they kind of understand on their level. You know, and and, and yeah, and for them it's 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 monsters. It's it's these movie characters. You know, and uh, mm. uh, that I feel like is pretty cool. And uh, and then we get to the yeah. very ending, which I think is interesting because in the way that it kind of flips the tone a little bit. Um. Yeah. Yeah. With uh, yeah, with 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 him actually like, uh, 
coming across as bully again, and his bully's like, hey, Ichiro. And then he, and then he whoops his ass. But not only that, he 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 he, he whoops his ass, walks, walks proud past him, and then and then I think I I had a weird time connecting with the very last thing he does until we talked about the way that he loves Godzilla and the way that he wants to be Godzilla. And then it clipped for me yeah. that him terrorizing this painter man at the very end who was set up at the beginning where, where like everyone's like hey you should you should you should honk that 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 uh yeah, that painter yeah. man's horn and startle him and stuff so he falls over and he's like i'm not gonna do that and he runs away so, but now he's just like you know what i'm a damn monster i'm gonna do what i want this so, is on my rules and he just honks the damn horn and fucking is just a total piece of shit to this guy and then he says i'm sorry <laughs> yeah 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 no that is like yeah yeah, it does fit perfectly with the like chaotic like fuck it, just go out and do it, yeah. you know. That that's that's just an innocent little kid prank. Yeah. It's a dick move quotes, but it like look, he just got kidnapped, so it's it's fine. Yeah, I don't know, man. He's it's he's fine. just he's just doing his thing, man. He's he's gonna walk around, stomp around. I I know he feels bad about it after a point. And so he yeah, he yeah. gets his dad to apologize for him. And stuff, and man, <laughs> man, like his dad must be so nice and stuff. Because if I if I made my dad, who works on a train, <laughs> apologize for someone, and so they had to get off the train that they're on, so the, to apologize, <laughs> so my dad would be pissed. And so I'm like, you know, like, yeah, uh, 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 that's just such an absurd thing to ask of your dad. <laughs> but again, I don't know. He's just a monster. What? He's just doing things by his by his way, his rules. As if he's just walk around, he's, yeah, he's so, stomping around all all around town. <laughs> I think the only other thing that I want to to point out as a like uh, as a note, mm-hmm. and this kind of goes without saying, mm-hmm. but like, um, the 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 movie <laughs> it does feature new footage of Godzilla. Yes, you know it does feature new footage of Godzilla and Gabra and Minya. The new footage is still using the um, the previous suit, the suit from Destroy All Monsters. Right. However, the it uses stock footage from two other movies: Godzilla versus the Sea Monster, aka Every Horror of the Deep. Yeah. Um, and uh, it uses stock footage from Son of Godzilla. Both movies, which have entirely different suits, from right. The main the Godzilla said this actually is for the new footage in this movie, and there's points where it like, like uh, there's a point where it shows him fighting Ebira, and then he goes to fight Kumonga, right? And it like he changes suits entirely <laughs> from like you know it's just like you know each year it's just like oh wow now he's doing this and it's just right. like a completely different uh, suit. I. I wonder how, if, like, anybody who isn't, like, as anal retentive would really notice or care. Because the suits, to me, look really different. But, like, I'm not sure how much different it would look to anybody, Right. you know, that's just kind of, like, watching it. Especially, like, on, like, a VHS tape in, like, yeah. the fucking on, 80s. On, on VHS, it definitely probably would, would read way less, uh... You know, um, yeah, uh, but that, yeah. that is a, that, that's a final, like, that's yeah. a very tedious minutiature, but I forgot to bring it yeah. up when we were talking about oh, that. Also, Either way. Also, uh, 
fucking yeah, okay. fucking they uh uh they played my favorite scene from Ebira with the damn fucking condor yeah. and stuff. And he, yep. and uh-huh. he, 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 he roasts deep, that. Yeah, he, he deep fries it and stuff. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I was so happy. I actually clapped. I was like, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And they, and they have the the volleyball. Yeah. Yeah. Between yeah. Yadil so, and Ebira with the stone. So good. Scenes so good. You got to play them twice in, in, this, in this series. Ah, so. Good shit. All right. Well, good shit. Anyway, that that like, you know, it goes without saying. Yes, I agree with your assessment of the ending. It, it was like, it was a, a strangely emotional thing, and I think that's how I can explain it. Is yeah. that like, I just take it for granted that this movie was bad for so mm-hmm. long that it was like a strangely emotional time that I had watching it, where I was like, wow, it's actually a really good movie. You know, in, in all of these specific ways. And I think if you take it for what it is, rather than, you know, trying to pretend that it's something that's not, yeah. like... Destroy Monsters is this technical marvel of, like, wow, all of this culminated into this. You know. Uh, and the next movie... Not the next movie we're going to be talking about, but the next Godzilla movie... Godzilla vs. Hedera is like an art house masterpiece yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that I'm very excited to talk about. Um, so it's just, it's nestled kind of between these and it seems like it is like, ah, oh, this is the one that you got to get through to get to the good one. Right. Uh, but no, really, like, if you enjoyed Son of Godzilla and you enjoyed Minya, you'll like this movie. If you like... Uh, meta narrative if you like some of the more meta episodes of like say like common rider like we've talked about or like ultraman mm-hmm. which have been brought up 100 times <laughs> and, you know <laughs> this podcast alone or you know like maybe the maybe the like monster prince episode of ultraman you know yeah. like if you if you enjoy stuff like that you know you might enjoy this a lot if you were ever like a latchkey kid, you know, and, and can relate to the plight of that kind of story, you know, long before eighties movies and long before any of that stuff, uh, like really sit down and watch this movie. It's on HBO max. The, the transfer is like absurdly good. Yeah. <laughs> I should say like the, the fucking criterion set is like, phenomenal with every single one of the movies but like this one was just really good because i'm so used to the crappy vhs tape yeah so so going from that to this i was like oh my god (laughs) uh but yeah heartily recommend all monsters attack uh i think it's a an excellent very underrated yeah it's fantastic Uh, I, i think yeah i think that like again there are things about it where i agree like maybe in some cases, it's it's the cheapest or worst Godzilla movie quotes, but like, yeah, I don't know. I think I, I think I've sold myself off of that agreeing with yeah. that. You know, mm. talking about it. I think by the end, I'm like, you know what? Fuck that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, and fuck you. <laughs> we're, we're, I'm going full contrary and saying this is just a great movie. Yeah, it's good. Uh, so, all right. So that will be an episode of. Discuss all monsters, maybe a little bit lighter than usual, but but hey, you know, we had a it was a great conversation either way. Yeah. I had a lot of fun uh going through this conversation. So Nikki, why don't you tell us 
uh, where we can find you and and what, you know, tell us what goodies oh, we can get oh, yeah. by signing up on Patreon. You, you actually, guys want, and then tell us yeah. where we can find you. You guys want goodies? Okay, all right. Well, well, on the Patreon, <clears throat> uh, if you if you give us uh, one dollar uh, a month on Patreon, uh, you can get access to uh, Shit Shooters, a uh, off-topic podcast about uh whatever the hell we feel like talking about and stuff it's uh i believe it's bi-weekly at this point and stuff but uh, uh it, it's it's just a fun time we have a great time it, they usually run pretty long so if you just want to hear just me and wyatt just go go wild talking about i don't know resident evil or or mm. uh shin Megami tensei or whatever the hell we're into and stuff then you can find those episodes all there uh and it's only unlocked with just one dollar and also you get episodes of this show one day early without ads so uh we you know just 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 let you let you get get to it and dig in real early and stuff whenever uh you know if you're if you're really ravenous for for the good stuff and uh Mm -hmm. at five dollars you can get all that stuff as well as uh uh, our mini series that we do every now and again and stuff right now we are working on uh or maybe ending at this point after by the time this episode comes out uh a miniseries on let's uh, a miniseries called Let's Go Common Rider on the original Common Rider series from 1971, and uh, it we have a great time with it. You know, we we have been chatting about it and stuff. We kind of even throw in a uh, bonus episode about the manga. So uh, there, there's just ton of stuff, good stuff there, and we'll be doing other miniseries uh, on other stuff as well, other niche kind of uh, or uh, more kind of culty stuff and everything. I think we have ideas for Planet of the Apes and paul verhoven films mm-hmm. and stuff like robocop and junk so uh austin powers <laughs> yeah also austin powers <laughs> so, <laughs> why not? but uh, uh yeah so uh that's all the stuff you can find there and uh also if you want if you have one thousand dollars if you're if you're a rich person uh i did just talk about uh how how poor i am earlier on this episode so if you want to give me one thousand dollars uh <laughs> There's one spot open for that, and if you do, then I'll just I'll, I'll refer to you as Boss Hog, and I'll, I'll I'll say your name. I'll say this person is the Boss Hog at the end of every single episode yeah. of everything we do, uh, and that's all you get. And I'll go oink oink. <laughs> yeah, and that's all you that's... get for one thousand dollars. That's all. That's all you get. But yeah. uh, I, I say that's enough for for someone as rich as you. Uh, so mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, oh yeah, Definitely. and. Uh, for, for me personally, uh, I'm at anti underscore laser on Twitter. You can find posts about just a whole bunch of garbage and stuff. And probably me yelling at Joe Biden or something, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but, but, uh, you know, you can just find, just find all that stuff on, uh, on my Twitter. And, uh, uh, yeah, I think that's the only thing. Oh yeah. Also I do a, a, a show called pop spirit or a show called pod spirit about, um, or, in association with the net label Pop Spirit, uh, which is a music label that I'm under with uh, my bands Pedalfold and Burned In. Uh, Pod Spirit is a podcast where we talk about music and a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, and uh, on that, me and uh, my friend Hazel will, will uh, just just shoot the shit, you know, but also talk to uh, certain guests and everything. Uh, we recently got a guest, uh, Thor High Heels. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, you know, if you want, if you want guests like him or, or more, uh, other stuff like that, then, you know, you can just, uh, uh, check that show out, but that is all uh, 
for my stuff. I kind of I kind of yeah. stammered my way through and that, by, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. But by recently, uh, that was like a couple months. Oh yeah, recently recorded, <laughs> but, but yes, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, these are recorded way ahead they of time. They are. But we won't discuss how ahead of time. You can do the math yourself. Um, anyway, I'm Wyatt. Wyatt Phillips. That's my name. Uh, I, my Twitter is WazbRanger, W-A-Z-P Ranger. Uh, I talk, I don't know, I bitch about Resident Evil games. I have been playing all this year. Um, probably, probably bitching or very happy about 8. Because uh, <laughs> Wyatt, cur current Wyatt, at the time of the recording, has not played 8 yet. Uh, but it looks extremely good. Yeah. So hopefully Wyatt, at the time that you're listening to this, is having a good time um, playing that game. Uh, but yeah, you can hear me talk about video games, uh, maybe cartoons for the most part. I do a series on YouTube where I talk about cartoons uh, called It's Only Magic. That's the YouTube channel. Go check it out. I make a ton of good shit on that it's channel. Great. A lot of things I'm proud of. Some stuff maybe I'm not so proud of. Some stuff that YouTube has removed already uh, and sent me a uh, um, <laughs> Happy Tree Friends video to be like, now, now, no. Yeah, shame on this you. This is Yeah. <laughs> you, you put the opening of Gurren Lagann on YouTube, so therefore you must get a copyright strike against your video. Yeah. Uh, anyway, fuck you. Uh, but... In which case, I say, suck my balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking Gainax yeah. or whoever. It was fucking copyright. It wasn't even my Gurren Lagan video. Whatever. Anyway, uh, there's also a guy who left a comment that wanted me to do a video on Be Cool Scooby-Doo. So maybe I'll do yeah. that. Uh, it was, wasn't even on, it was on my Board James video. <laughs> <laughs> nothing to do with Scooby-Doo. He's like, you should do a video on Be Cool <laughs> Scooby-Doo. You know what? Maybe. Anyway, that was Discuss All Monsters. Uh, next time, we're taking a detour from Godzilla for one final time. And we're going to be talking about the weird triage of monsters that is present in the, the famous beloved movie, Space Amoeba. See you there.